Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The breaking news in this particular case right now, one of the top stories on Fox News is about our co-host, one of the, the main hosts here on Free Talk Live, Aria Demetso who is your regular Tuesday night uh, main host here on Free Talk Live. She also, also co-hosts with us on Wednesday. Also the lead guitar player of FUD, which I noticed this article doesn't mention at all. You know, bastards. these people, what are you going to do about these free publicity items from people that... Uh, Adam Shaw, in this case, from Fox News. I did actually email this guy to let him know that Aria is available for actual interview, because what they did here was they wrote a piece about Aria running for Cheshire County Sheriff here Mm -hmm. in in, uh, the southwest corner of New Hampshire. Uh, She did get the nomination, as we explained earlier this week, but if you're new to the show or just tuning in for the first time tonight, you probably didn't know that. Uh, Our tranny friend, (laughs) Aria Demetso. And uh, and co-host here on Free Talk Live is the Republican nominee in Cheshire County for sheriff. For sheriff, she's also a Satanist. It's pretty fantastic that uh, she's also an anarchist. Yes. And what does the headline say? Transsexual Satanist anarchist wins GOP nomination for sheriff in New Hampshire County. Right. Subheadline: Aria Demetso ran on a slogan of "F asterisk 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 the police." It was brought to my attention that here in New Hampshire. We really can have an impact on the the political system, and well, and just to make my position yeah. clear, like I support all of this from an activism standpoint. Right, you don't oppose what she's doing, not at all. I'm yeah. not. I'm not running around going, "Oh, you're dumb." Blah blah yeah. blah. No, this is great. It's amazing. Man. This is fantastic. Yeah. I've seen words on a major media outlet right, that, that I have never. Yeah. I never thought I would ever see in my lifetime, much less the next generation from yeah. now. I love it. You know, uh, this is great as a verbal sort of guy. I love you know weird words i love portmanteaus yep. i love making up words this is fantastic nomenclature yeah and i don't know i think it costs like 10 bucks to run for sheriff or something like that <laughs> and it's cheap too. when you run for a, a major party and this is kind of the this is kind of a political this is the issue right one of the issues there's a bunch of issues at hand here and we're going to get into this article from fox news about our, our friend and co-host right, right. uh aria but just to point out that the reason why well, one of the reasons why Arya ran as a Republican, because some people are going to be mad about that, right? There's a tranny uh, running as a Republican, even if she wasn't a Satanist, even if she wasn't an anarchist. Uh, just having a tranny running as a Republican is, is newsworthy on, on its own. And one of the reasons she did that was because she couldn't run as a libertarian easily because the libertarians lost their ballot access. So they gained it in 2016 because yeah. of – it was 2016, Trump and Hillary. A self-described, quote, transsexual Satanist anarchist, unquote, has won the Republican nomination for the sheriff's job in Cheshire County, New Hampshire. A victory, she says, proves, quote, the system is utterly and hopelessly broken, unquote. And I just love how they're using her they, – and they will quote her more in this article from her recent post on her campaign site, which is Aria, the number four, sheriff.com. Aria Demetso, who ran with the campaign slogan, F the police, says she had expected to lose to a write-in candidate, won the nomination for Cheshire County Sheriff on Tuesday. The victory was first reported by Free Keen. They got that wrong. It says inside sources. No, no. Free Keen was the first to break the news. Uh, but kudos to inside sources for picking the story up. It was uh, the the gentleman there, uh, Damian Fisher, who writes for the union leader as well. He's like a freelancer. Oh, yeah. He's the one who interviewed Aria and ran a, ran a piece, which is what turned Fox News on. So thanks to him for doing that. In a Friday blog post on her site, Demetso said she opposes a system that allows 
allowed thousands of people to walk into a voting booth and vote, quote, despite knowing absolutely nothing about the person they were nominating to the most powerful law enforcement position in the county. She said further, I'm running for sheriff because I oppose that very system, and the sheriff has the most hands-on ability in Cheshire County to oppose that system. I just kind of had a couple questions regarding what's going on right now as far as the stimulus package, what both sides are doing, how it's affecting the American people, and kind of what your guys' opinions and views on it are as far as, does it seem like any side is actually here for the American people? Or no, they're people? screwing people. I mean, that's what yeah. they do. Both sides. I and mean, look, I don't even have to look at the so-called stimulus package to tell you what it is. Yeah. It's them screwing you and taking wealth from you and your children. I'll put you on hold there for a moment. It's a little noisy in the in the car. Uh, but taking wealth from you and your children and their mm-hmm. children uh, down the line, stealing that by printing money out. Yep. And then tr- trillions of it, by the way. The, the deficit this year is the largest ever yep. in the U.S. federal government. I think it was like 4 or $6 trillion or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's way high. Uh, and the, the year's not over yet, so <laughs> they're not done. They haven't broken for Christmas holiday. They're not done. And uh, they're going to print out a bunch of money, and that is what is called inflation. And so when the money supply inflates then the money that you have becomes worth less, which mm-hmm. means your buying power goes down, which means your standard of living goes down, and it means that the wealth that you had, if you had some in savings, for instance, is going to be transferred from you and everybody else who's not in their club to the people in their club. This story is blowing up. Lawofficer.com, a pro-police <laughs> cop website, just ran the story. Uh, the UK Sun just ran the story, so it's now getting international headlines. And, of course, Fox News is where you know this, this e- explosion uh, is coming from right now. By the time you wake up tomorrow, uh, I would be shocked if there's not an AP report out about this picked up by dozens of newspapers. I mean, I don't want to get cocky here. But, you know, you can kind of see these things coming when you when you've seen these blow ups before, if you want to call it viral or whatever. I don't know. I don't know at what point you can call it viral. This like, has certainly got the potential. It definitely has viral p- potential Just based on the Fox headline alone. I repeat, transsexual Satanist anarchist <laughs> wins GOP nomination for sheriff in New Hampshire County. Subtext. Aria Demezzo ran on the slogan of F the police. Yes, she did, and is. Uh, She is the GOP nominee here in Cheshire County. That means she's going up against the incumbent, a four-term, this is now he's running for his fifth term, uh, I think, incumbent. So he's been the sheriff basically for most of the last decade. He's a Democrat. Interestingly, though, he used to be a Republican, and he changed his party affiliation back with the uh, 08 Obama campaign. Weird. Yeah. Uh, He used to drive a Jeep that had the license plate with the custom plate on it, Peace. Yeah. Speaking of Trump, uh, did you happen to hear the interview he did with uh with, with old Bob Woodward there? You know, no, the who's that? Says, ah, yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about that. Huh? I don't know who that, that is. Who's Bob Woodward? Old... Yeah, a reporter. He's a longtime reporter. Okay. In Washington, uh, the guy who did the book about the story about Nixon and you know and Watergate and all oh, that. Okay. Him and him and uh, Carl Bernstein. Okay. Okay. He did an interview what, with what, Trump was, what was notable ago. about this interview with Trump? What did he say? What did he do? Uh, well, what was what was notable was that Trump told Woodward one story about, yeah, I knew this virus was very deadly. 
to the American public. I, I knew it, but I went out but it's and told not. everybody, hey, don't worry, okay? It's only like the flu. It'll go away. It's a Democrat hope. It seems like it's been less dangerous than the flu, honestly. I mean, looking at the numbers, it's really unimpressive. Oh, close to like 200,000 people dead? Yeah, but the thing is, those numbers numbers are they're inflated, Jerome. So, no, they're not. Yeah, they are because no, the, the people who are reporting no, them get not. paid just, to report just them. Just for some facts here, no, per, per the CDC, since February 1st, 45 American kids under 15 have died of COVID. 13,088 have died of all other causes. American kids? Kids, yes. Okay. Since February 11th, uh, 11,371 Americans under 55 have died of COVID, most with serious comorbidities, but 189,592 have died of all other causes. If you're ignorant, that just simply means you don't know. Mm -hmm. There is no excuse to not know things. If you deliberately stay in the darkness or you make up lies like Jerome does, then you are suffering from premeditated stupidity. Now, what are you saying? You said he made up a lie. What are you saying? Which lie? I'll, I'll I'll open with what he opened with. The first thing he said was he accused Trump of grabbing women. I have heard this over and over well, again. Well, I mean, Trump admitted I to it. Actually, I actually watched the night that Trump just happened to be on that program with Billy Bush. So uh-huh. I watched the thing myself um, on television while it was happening, not after the fact on YouTube. Okay. He said that when you have money and or power, that girl, women will let you do anything you want to them. Right, and don't say what he said, obviously, but, uh, you know... Okay, let me finish. Yeah, go ahead. Can I please finish? Yeah. So then he said, and no, so then I say, all you got to do is look at the NBA and the NFL. There's a whole lot of baby mamas out there. You want to talk about hate? Aria Demetso is going to be getting some oh, major so, yeah. hate. Oh, I bet the death threats are already rolling in. I hate the way he said he hates your hate. Right, because not only is Aria, a, you know, scary to people because she's a tranny or whatever. There's certain people who are made really uncomfortable by An that. An over six foot tall tranny, by the way. Yeah. Um, Imposing figure. Not only that, but she's running for sheriff. So she's an anarchist running for sheriff. So she'll receive hate from the people that just hate everybody who's trans just because she's trans. And then she'll also receive hate from everybody who loves the state because she's a threat to the status quo. Now, look, if she gets elected, the the state isn't going to come a crumbling down or anything like that. But the people who believe in it will see it that way. They will see her election if that happens. And it is it is possible. Whether it's likely or not, I don't know. But it's definitely possible. If she gets elected, they will see that as a major yeah. uh, dent to the state's well, legitimacy. And particularly as she is the high priestess of the Reformed Satanic Church, I think the religious folks are going to be uh, dishing up a walloping helping of hate. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. 
Thank you. I just want to give you a quick update on the prison lawsuit that I filed uh, about 90 days ago. It was a class action lawsuit. 52 prisoners got together, and we petitioned the federal U.S. District Court. Uh, the name of the case is Arthur J. Rouse et al., meaning everybody else, all 52 prisoners, versus the governor et al., um, director, warden, et cetera. But anyhow, we basically filed on the COVID violations and stuff like that. We asked for some release for some of the people that are, hmm. that are 70-some years old, all kinds of medical conditions, being okay, nice. you know, just et cetera. But anyhow, the judge pretty much leave put the case on hold, didn't do anything for like a month or two. So finally I filed an emergency appeal to the Sixth Circuit, same name of the case. Nice. Um, and anyhow, um, and they basically, the clerk there put a hold on it too. So I went to the United States Supreme Court. Of course, really? granted, that, that was September the 1st. We filed with the Chief Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, we filed with all of the uh, Associate Justices, and we also filed with the Chief Clerk of the U.S. Supreme Court. They usually just send the documents back, 166 documents, and showing all the violations, all the complaint letters, the grievances, etc. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, I, I just want to let other people know that just keep fighting out there, because prisoners, yeah. pro se prisoners must think outside the box. I was going to talk about melatonin, mm, okay. you know, the sleep aid, but yeah. then... While I was on hold, the convict was on the phone. Is yeah. that was he a convict? Yeah, he's a prisoner. So I would like to. This is a tough thing because I have a ex-wife whose son uh, has actually. I can't believe how time flies. Spent 17 years at Airway Heights Prison for raping a two-year-old, and he's getting out Jesus. next week from prison. And um, you know, he only got convicted of of rape of a two-year-old, but he didn't get convicted of rape of his sister or one of his brothers or a stepsister, you know, things that they don't know about. So I called Governor Ensley probably a hundred times asking him to reconsider this particular individual's case because of, you know, like when he stayed with us before he committed this heinous crime, he actually um, had Everett Police Department in Washington State coming to get DNA from him for other possible crimes. So Mm -hmm. I know some people deserve to get out of prison, but that's a tough one after the crime that he committed. And it's, I can't believe that it's already been 17, 18 years, you know, and he's already out like it was yesterday. Inside sources reports, inside sources is the website that they're citing here that ran the story before Fox, that she will now campaign against popular incumbent Democrat Eli Rivera, who is seeking a fifth term. Marilyn Houston, the chairman of the Cheshire County GOP, congratulated DeMezzo for the victory and told inside sources that she, quote, did very well with the primary and that was wonderful, unquote. However, Houston said DeMezzo never showed up to GOP meetings and events despite being invited. I don't think that's true. Did they invite her? Uh, I'm going to say, okay, so uh, Marilyn, the lady in question here, is a very, very sweet elderly lady. And I find her very likable, right? Like she's she's like the kind of lady. I've not met her, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm just just trying to describe her. She's like the little old lady, right? Like she's just this sweet little little you know little old lady. She's gonna bake you some cookies. That that kind of person. Somebody you would expect, you know, would make a good grandmother, and she probably is. Um, and Arya has attended the meetings in the past not many of them mind you Arya, she's like a late night person right like she's usually up to five in the morning or something like that bit of a night out she works late you know her job ends at 2 a.m and she's you need time to wind down right like after you get off work so i mean she's wound down maybe by like five or six a.m and ready to go to sleep 
so the government, uh, the GOP meetings here in Cheshire County, Captain, they, they start at like 9 a.m. 9.30. 10. Demetso said in her blog post that her victory in the primary was an argument for anarchism because of how, quote, clueless the average voter is, unquote. She garnered 4,211 votes, easily beating a traditional candidate who only received a few hundred votes, election results show. She wrote in her blog, quote, sweet Satan, how can you not be an anarchist? Between 75 and 80 percent of the primary voters, the ones alleged to be more politically aware than the average voter, and that's what I always thought, right. right? were completely and totally ignorant of who they were voting for. What is the percentage with the average voter? 95%? 90%? These people are deciding who gets to rule you, she said, before calling on Cheshire County to secede from both New Hampshire and the United States. <laughs> she doesn't just want New Hampshire to secede from the United States. She wants Cheshire County itself to secede from New Hampshire. I'm in. You know, what, whatever it takes. I want everybody to secede from all of these fake, mm-hmm. you know, gangs, these these false beliefs that you have so that everybody can just be individuals and yeah. we can just treat everybody on an individual basis like we're meant to do. I think that's a good idea, although here's my concern, Captain. Politically, and I don't like politics, I, I despise it, in I fact. Um, but that's why I love things like what Ari is doing, because it's it's trolling the system, and I, th- I find that to be endlessly oh, entertaining. Absolutely. And, and, I, and it gets attention, and that means that people pay attention to what we're doing here, and hopefully they'll move here. Unlike a lot of people you know, running for sheriff, uh, we don't know what their drug habits are. Right. She's up, up front about it. Hey, I had a she, – you know, she's pointing out – she says she had uh, a uh, – what was it? Like a Vicodin or something. She was taking some sort of painkillers, yeah. and she didn't go into treatment for it. She just quit, and she went through the withdrawals. And she's a better person for it. Yeah. But she's got the experience of, you know, that sort of side of living. Yeah. And that's not common with honest sheriffs. Well, and here's the great thing. As far as any sort of candidate for any sort of office goes, generally speaking, the opposition will attempt to do some research, hire some private investigators and blah, blah, blah. Dig up some dirt, as it were, right? I mean, oh, there's, I mean, there's no real hard digging you got to do to find the dirt. All but, I'm saying is that it's not really all that possible with somebody as open about that's true who she is, what she's about, and you know where she's come from, all that kind of thing. The sex tape's already leaked, so yeah, I mean, it was there long yeah. before this campaign, so <laughs> you know. So it's going to be really interesting, and we're going to keep you up to date with it. But there was a an issue that I was really pleased to see was mentioned in the Fox News article, and that was secession. Secession. So one of her positions as the uh, the candidate uh, for sheriff here in Cheshire County, New Hampshire, is pro-secession, uh, not just for New Hampshire, but for the county. Sometimes there are thoughts that come into my head that I don't want. Okay. Okay. So I have the ability to look at the things that I'm thinking, mm-hmm. sort of. Not from the outside per se, right? But there's something about being able to have this sort of whatever stream of consciousness is, whatever, you know, however these thoughts are generated, right? right? Uh, To be able to look at them and say, hmm, that's a terrible idea and just reject it, right? right? Uh, And so I think that that is self-rule. I think that's an example of that. Okay. And I can identify with that. I've had many a time where I was like, gee, I really want to punch this guy right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you didn't. I didn't because I was like, hey, you know, I'm not that guy. But if you were just ruled by your pure emotions and you couldn't step outside of yourself, so to speak, to observe yourself thinking, then you would just punch everybody you felt like punching. But in that respect, 
what I am saying is, for me personally, and hopefully folks can identify with this, I am the best qualified person to, to rule, rule myself. You. I agree. You know, and that's why I continually say, you know, people are, Captain Kick, what are you the captain of? I'm the captain of me. Exactly. Right? I'm more of, and I don't know if that's a ruler, but I'm a pilot, at least, okay. of me. And I want you to be captain of yourself as well, all you listeners out there. Everybody, you should just be captain of yourself. Nobody is in a better position not our co-host, nobody. But there's no other person in a better position to make your decisions for you than you. Mm. There was a time where Vermont, there was a city called Killington, Vermont. It's a ski town. Yeah. Uh, it's landlocked within Vermont, so it's not a border town with New Hampshire. Yep. They wanted to secede from Vermont and join New Hampshire. Oh, weird. And it was like a tax thing. Like, you know, Vermont is a more heavily taxed state. Yes, it is a are. less free state uh, than New Hampshire. New Hampshire is either number one or number two, depending on, you know, how the rankings come out of the most free of all the United States. Yep, yep. I don't know where Vermont is on that list offhand, but it isn't near number yeah, one or two. Close. Uh, so the people of Killington, uh, they had a secessionist movement and they were trying to get out of Vermont and join. It's like this little island. It would have been like a little island in Vermont of New Hampshire. Now, I don't remember exactly what stopped that from happening. I'm pretty sure that legally, right, so there's the there's the sort of social secession of just ignoring the state right. and, and having it leave you alone. Because if enough people ignore the state, they can't lock everybody up, right? Uh, but we're not to that point yet. So for political reasons, they would have to get permission from Vermont to leave and then permission from New Hampshire to join, which is almost impossible. Why would Vermont let them go? When they're making tax money off of right, them, which is the right. reason why they want to secede in the first place. In New Hampshire, you're going to have a tough time because New Hampshire is not a what's called a home rule state. If Cheshire County seceded from New Hampshire, they could just ban guns if they wanted to. They'd be their own nation. Uh, now, I'm not saying that would necessarily happen because it's a it's a tight fight between the lefties that are cl- clustered here in Keene and a couple of yeah. other towns and the righties who are in the rest of the county. But uh, I, I kind of feel like the statism is tempered so somewhat. Because by the state, Cheshire County is a subdivision, if you will, of the state of New Hampshire. The state of New Hampshire has final say over whether or not it can secede. That's correct. Okay. And so, if it did secede, I think that it would be less free right. than it is today. Right. So the better idea would be for New Hampshire itself. To secede from the union. I think that'd be a good start. And then if we ended up changing the Democrat... So, like, think about it this way. If New Hampshire secedes, or maybe I should say when New Hampshire secedes from the United States... When it secedes, indeed. There will be... I mean, if New Hampshire wasn't already attractive to freedom lovers, it would be even more so. Right? Hey, we just left the United States. Come on. Our borders are open. Come on in. Yep. Uh, and, you know, of course, that would be one of the fights. When secession happens, you'll see the freedom movement schism. You'll see them schism into the closed border side and the open border side. And that, that could get ugly. But hopefully we get to cross that bridge when, when we come to it. But anyway, the idea would be, hey, hey, freedom people, come on in. And then maybe more freedom people would come here because this would be like the capital of freedom for the world. Attention, freedom listeners. Yeah. Uh, you can get ahead of the curve by moving now. This one, to get back into the lockdown insanity is coming from, I believe, the New York Post, where they're looking at the question of, was the lockdown, and or the lockdowns that in some cases continue, uh, was, was they, were, were they, Are, were they a mistake? <laughs> was, was the lockdown a mistake? Were the lockdowns a mistake? Uh, and that is the question that they are looking at, correct? Correct, yes. I... 
was curious to see my own personal note that I took on this particular piece of show prep was like we haven't been saying this since March. Right. And by we, I mean many of us here at Free Talk Live, hosts, many of the people we know in our community have been saying that it's it's all a huge mistake to do oh, any God, lockdowns yeah. whatsoever. People keep blaming COVID for all the things going on, all the economic mm-hmm. destruction, the job loss. I read today that there's still 30 million people collecting some sort of unemployment benefit. Wow. Still, and I think it was a high of 45 million people at peak shutdown. Don't forget all the businesses that have closed. Permanently. Half of all the small businesses just in San Francisco will remain permanently closed as a result of the government's overreaction. I don't think it was just San Francisco. I mean, Honolulu, Hawaii, Los Angeles. San Francisco is a microcosm of, you know, if it's happening there, you can bet it's happening in other places, too. So we're much more risk averse. Children aren't allowed to walk Mm -hmm. to school. Jungle gyms have vanished. Really? Jungle gyms have vanished from playgrounds? I mean, I, I think they've been they've been wussified, the ones that do exist. I don't remember us doing an article on jungle gyms vanishing from playgrounds. I don't think we've done a story per se on Note that. To but, self. but they're not wrong that there's been this sort of wussification of the American people yeah. over a period of generations. And it is culminated in weakness um, by whole generations of people. And it's not just the United States where these things are happening. You know, uh, I visited Japan last year for a little bit, and there's apparently some of that going on over there as well with yeah. a lot of sort of lady men around, basically. And by, by no means am I, you know, a man's man or whatever, right? Like, I press buttons for a living. I don't go out and sling bricks and right. and uh, and fix cars and, and trucks or anything like that. But I can appreciate taking risk, and I can appreciate, you know, what it takes to be successful and this is a very risk averse population and it's the government that in that runs the government schools that is in, inculcating people with risk aversion it is basically what they teach they don't want people to take risks they want them to do what they're told they want them to be obedient you just heard highlights from the latest episode of free talk live you can download full episodes subscribe to our podcast Listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.